Hello, and welcome back to The Woods, a podcast about the mysterious, the legendary, and the plain weird, because you never know what you're going to find in the woods. My name is Shaznay. And my name is Sandy. Yeah. And that's, that's all you get. That's it. That's <laughs> all for today, folks. See you next Bye. time. Bye. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Sandy and I just like spent an hour talking on the phone about our week already. So, sorry guys. Because you don't know you. what our week has been like. Um, I mean, not that it was anything exciting. Okay, Sandy, summarize your week in one sentence. Uh, <laughs> this is a lot of pressure. Um, I started a job and got a haircut. Nice. Yeah. Um, I was really busy while being sick. Been there. Mm-hmm. That's all. I won't even say that I refuse to take a day off. <laughs> I only said that because people keep telling me to take a day off and I'm like, no. Who's been <laughs> it's telling more... you to, who's been telling you to get a day to take well, a day off? Because I was sick and it started like Wednesday and I told people I was like, Oh my god, I'm so sick. They're like, Oh, then take a day off. Like, you know you're allowed to do that and I'm like no, that's too much work. <laughs> like, it's more work to take a day off than it is to just be there. You know? That's wild. Yeah. That's my life. Also, sorry I'm talking a little quietly. I did not want to record in my bathroom again. Um, and I'm in my dining room. And there's people sleeping. Everywhere. Yeah. They're watching you. Probably. I see them. <laughs> okay, I'll I try not like to that. scare you. <laughs> it's I've been fine. watching too many scary Reddit videos again. I mean, I think I'm gonna be sniped, so. What? After I tell you my story. <laughs> oh. I'm scared. Oh. oh, yes. Okay, I'm so excited to hear this. So, this week's topic, we decided to talk about. Secret societies, right? Yes. Okay. And did you follow the topic? I did. Sorry, I just heard a noise. It might be my sister. Anyways, uh, yes, I did follow the topic, and I do have a secret society. Okay, I'm pumped. I can't wait to hear this. It's very upsetting. Okay. Are you ready? I have never been more ready in my entire life. I've been waiting all week for this. Okay. Even, oh my gosh, okay. Oh, I can't remember his username. But that guy on Instagram who DMs us, he messaged us. I don't know if you've seen it. I did but see it, it. Yeah, he said, um, I forget what he said. He commented on your face. <laughs> He commented on said, my face. Thank you. I have a pretty, 
pretty gorgeous face, I think. You do. But yeah, Thank he you. commented on your face, but I totally ignored his comment and just straight up said, it's going to be a good one. Who cares about Sandy's face? I get it. Um, duh, duh, duh. So, I, I actually was looking through a list of the sacred societies that I wanted to potentially cover. All of them seemed to be rooted in neo-nazism oh my god so many of the ones that i looked at were also neo-nazism and i was like i don't want to cover that well i'm covering (laughs) (laughs) well good thing i didn't okay so the one i'm covering is called the order of nine angles i can't believe it's called angles why (laughs) angles like Yes. A 90 degree angle? Yes. I know, I can't believe that it's called angles. Okay. Like, at first when you said that to me, I thought you meant angels. And then it's I made the 90 degree angle joke. And then you just laughed. So I was like, oh no, she meant angles. I meant angles. Okay. Um, I'm ready for this. Or I'm just going to call it the O-N-A. So, there is satanic and left-hand path occult group. So, within paganism and religions like that, there's a left-hand path and a right-hand path. So, those are different approaches to magic. Left-hand path is equated with black magic meant to, to like harm people and to spread evil. Whereas right-hand, or no, yeah, right-hand path is equated with benevolent white magic so the ona satanic believe in using black magic and they're based in the uk so this group was founded in the 1960s but didn't gain public recognition until the 80s um because they were having neo-nazi ideologies so gross um So according to the Order's own account, the ONA was established in Western England in the late 1960s by a woman. It doesn't say who this woman is. I mean, for all we know, she might not even exist. But um, she was apparently part of another group that was like a pre-Christian group, and then she made this group. So it's a little confusing. But then after her, a man named Anton Long took over the group, becoming its quote-unquote grand master. So the name Anton Long is said to be a pseudonym, and no one knows the actual identity of this Anton dude. However, um, he wrote a bunch of stuff. So he has biographical notes, so we know a few things about- well, like, we know what he's written down. Like, if it's real, we don't know. But according to this dude, he is a British citizen, but in his youth he traveled to Africa, Asia, the Middle East, and like a bunch of other countries. Um, uh, And then when he returned to England after traveling the world, he went to school to continue his studies and took classes like physics and history of religions. He was also fluent in classical languages like Greek, Latin, Arabic, and Persian. 
However, as a student, he was intrigued by the darker side of life. So... Same. <laughs> okay, yeah, but he's like, wow, I am so intrigued by evil that I'm gonna get involved in crime. So he did. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. And he also began studying the occult and the paranormal. Same. Loki's making noise in his sleep. I'm scared. So yeah, so by studying the occult and the paranormal, he found, like, he researched and found occult societies around Britain, but he didn't like any of them because he thought they were either too pretentious or were lacking in substance. Same. (laughs) Uh, So he looked around for other societies that were more to his taste, and he did join a few, but then he was like, you know what, I'm not really vibing. But he somehow found the Order of Nine Angles, and soon after, he became a leader of said society. So by definition, the ONA doesn't actually have a clear leader. However, we can say that Anton Long is sort of a leader, because it was under him that the group became bigger and expanded. Um, Another thing about Anton is that his texts include mystical teachings of the Order, thousands of pages about ethics, honor, and he even has novels that have been described as quote-unquote sinister fiction. Whatever that is. So. Um, okay, yeah. minus the fact that he's probably evil. I mean, he's doing pretty well for himself. You know what? Like, when I was kind of researching this, I'm like, some of their beliefs I get. Mm-hmm. But also, they're using this to kind of wipe out who they deem as unfit for society. Those people being people of minorities, that I'm like... That is true. Gross. Yeah, it's too bad, like, people... Like, I'm sure that if he used his ambition and wisdom for good, like, he could have probably done really great things in the world. Exactly, but... And it's too bad. He just ended up being a waste of skin. Exactly. (laughs) So who's the real scum? Yeah. Anyways, so you may be asking, what are the actual beliefs of this society? I am asking that. Okay, well, I'ma tell ya. Um, The Order has five fundamental principles. So I'm gonna read them all to you here. So the first one is the way of practical deeds. So this means that the ONA is a collective of action, not reflection. So it is more about the members coming together and acting collectively than it is about personal reflection. So by acting as a group, you will be able to understand life. Hmm. Um, It also um, initiates are expected to live a life that defies social conventions. So if you want to be part of this group, you have to, like, defy social conventions. However, this includes things like the law. So, like, they expect you to break the law in some way, I guess. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the second Wait. is... Yes? Okay, I'm sorry. This has triggered a question I have for you. Okay. Like, if you had to break a law, like, let's say it was just required for some reason, for your livelihood, you had to break a law, which law would you break? 
jaywalking. Easy. Nice. I can just I cross like the street. Yeah, that's a good one. And it's not really harming anyone. No. I can just run really fast and avoid getting <laughs> hit by a car. Hey, well, not just that. Like, you would get places faster because you wouldn't have to wait for stupid street walking lights. Mm hmm. <laughs> I mean, I personally hate jaywalking. I hate seeing jaywalkers, especially when they're so close to, like, a walking... Busy road. That oh, by the... Yeah, by the, the wheat walk. Walkways, yeah, I'm like, just, just go wait, and, like, you're gonna have less of a yeah. chance of getting hit by a car. But if I had to break a law, it would be that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, worst case yeah. scenario, I get a ticket. Yeah. Or hit by a yeah, car. Yeah, I, I, I was also thinking like a petty little one, like um, what's it called? Like when you spit in public places, you can get in trouble for that. You can get tickets for spitting on the street. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what I was told, and specifically in Saskatoon. So. Mm. Interesting. I could be wrong. You also, is it, hmm, Regina, I think it is. You can't park on your lawn, so maybe I would just park on my lawn. That's, that's such an odd <laughs> thing. Yeah. But okay, Whatever. It's to stop people from... From parking on their, their lawns? Well, yeah, parking on their lawns and making the neighborhood look like trash. <laughs> You know, but it's really funny because when <laughs> that I lived make in the neighborhood look like trash. Well, when I lived in Saskatoon, I when I would walk to work, there was mm -hmm. I always passed this house with this guy had his truck parked on his lawn. <laughs> but like it was a nice neighborhood. Like I was never like ill. Like the neighborhood is falling apart because this guy has a truck on his lawn. <laughs> you know? Right? Well, you know, some people are just people let's start a secret society people. where the only thing we do is jaywalk and park on our lawns <laughs> those are the two rules you have to jaywalk and, and park on people's lawns but also you can't be racist so three things you gotta do okay okay can't be racist i think there's and more you jaywalk. You probably add to that and you gotta park on your lawn mm-hmm Okay, was oh, I? sorry. You can continue. Okay. I think you were on number three. Or no, something. I was on number two. Number two. Unless you want to skip number two, but... No. No. <laughs> Unless you think we should. Nah. Well, it is upsetting, but it's not, like... Oh. Anyways, number two okay. is the way of culling. So this refers to believing that some humans have no place in society and that they were deserve to be removed, um... And, you know, be removed, just die. Ew. Um, so this is a big reason that this group has been linked to neo-Nazis. So because of mm. this, members may decide to join like the police or military to be able to kill people that they think deserve it, I guess. So, like, okay. if you're a police officer, you can kill someone, like... Yeah, kill someone instead of, like, arresting them or whatever, like, just eliminating oh, yeah. them. And then, like, 
really bothered me because it reminded me of like all of these unarmed black um, men getting like killed by police yeah you're right so that's why like that just really really like got to me oh my gosh it makes you wonder yeah Mm. um so so yeah so this also refers to blood sacrifices this group also like will do human sacrifices and it's a way of removing who they deem as scum from society and i will talk about human sacrifices a bit later um the third one is the way of kindred honor so geez uh the principle refers to trust respect and honor between the members of the ona members see each other as family and will always have their backs um number four the way of defiance of and practical opposition to Magian abstractions. So that long ass name means that they encourage each other to oppose illegitimate Magian, which basically they take to mean as Christianity. So the order insists that we should be fighting things like globalism and capitalism in an effort to return to a less exploitative form of society. I mean, I guess I agree with fighting against, like, capitalism, because I feel like our capitalism is out of control, but, like, I don't know, whatever. Okay, like, yeah, sure, that part, maybe, but, like, all the rest of the rules and stuff is just, like, stupid. Yeah. The fifth and final one, and I keep forgetting to check how to pronounce things before I record, but... Oh well, here we are. The fifth is the way of the r- round with with a tradition. I'm sorry, don't at me. Um, so the ONA teaches that Majin culture has reduced women's role in society and spiritually, which I agree with. Um, and it encourages a type of tradition that embraces the divine feminine archetype. It also encourages female leaders and challenges patriarchal norms. So, I get it. Um, So, as I said before, the ONA didn't get public attention until the 80s. It was during this time that they were spreading its messages through articles in magazines. Uh, Through these messages of their beliefs, they praised Nazism as, and I quote, a practical expression of satanic spirit, a burst of Luciferian light, of zest and power, in an otherwise Nazarene, pacified, boring world. It's wild. You can't see my face, but I'm like, you know what? I don't think Satan is a racist. No. Satan hates everyone. He doesn't care about the color of your skin. He still hates you. (laughs) I have no idea. I don't know Satan personally. Or do I? Hmm. I can tell you Satan isn't a racist. Also, he is super picky because uh, he only gave us 49 cents for our souls. So. Mm-hmm. So this group, if they couldn't get any worse, they, de- or they love denying the Holocaust. 
So, they say that the Holocaust is a myth constructed by the Christian establishment to erase Nazism's achievements? I'm confused. <laughs> to- wait. <laughs> you can't see my face! <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Okay. So, okay, the, the Holocaust was a conspiracy by the Christians to erase Nazi achievements. Um, what achievements? Okay, because he, he, here's the, only the thing. way that. Okay, sorry. Oh no, okay. So they deny the Holocaust, but they praise Hitler, claiming that he is a positive force. They also say that members should embrace Nazism and racism because it is part of a quote unquote sinister strategy to advance aeonic evolution. So these people deny the Holocaust, yet they praise Hitler? Okay, these guys are just chaotic. Like, that doesn't make any sense. No. Are, are, are all these people white? Yes, they're all Nazis. Well, I guess I'm sure you could have, like, non-white Nazis, but like, okay. Yeah. Like, I definitely think you possibly could. I don't see why you couldn't, but... Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, but like, to deny the Holocaust by saying that it's to erase Nazi achievement, that doesn't make any sense. What are you trying to say is the achievement? That Hitler killed a bunch of people? That you're denying that he did? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, wouldn't they see that as an achievement? And then, but they're denying that that ever happened? Like, no, they're just contradicting themselves. I'm so confused. I know. Why so, are they so weird? One thing that they believe in is this thing called aeonic evolution. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but okay. whatever, we'll go with it. So what this means is that each aeon, or aeon lasts for about 2,000 years, and it goes through different stages. Like, first you develop a civilization, and then it's the growing of civilization. And then that civilization will face problems resulting in a time of troubles after that civilization falls. So this is, like, this cycle, they believe, will happen over and over until finally we have evolved into a society um, that is rebuilt with... And like it'll be perfect when all humans are of the Aryan race, so white. Oh, gross! And apparently, this society will colonize in the Milky Way, because Whoa. why the fuck not? <laughs> um, the group also believes that a neo-Nazi revolution is necessary to overthrow, like this Western society, and like this revolution has to happen for us to move into this perfect Aryan Milky Way civilization. Mm -hmm. So, whatever. Oh, also, they began praising Osama bin Laden for whatever reason. Wait, but that makes no sense. I know. I know. He's not white. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, one thing I've learned is that really ra like racist people like like living breathing like those people who like sleep 
eat and breathe racism are fucking stupid and I try not <laughs> to insult people like that because I know it's about educating but these people are beyond educating <laughs> and look yeah. I have like met people like this I have interacted with them I have felt unsafe around them and I can tell you they make no sense <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though mm-hmm. so this brings me to human sacrifice oh no they sacrifice humans yes dear lord Mm -hmm. so the ona has talked about human sacrifices in texts such as a gift for the prince a guide to human sacrifice (laughs) okay um where can i pick that up at uh chapters you know what i was actually while i was doing research i came who knows i might have accidentally gone into the dark web i don't know but no there's you can't no i know (laughs) but it was wild but you were damn close (laughs) i was really close i was on that borderline but um like it was just a book or like a website full of a bunch of books by the ona that you could buy Oh my god. And I just got really freaked out, so I left. If I could buy that without them knowing my address. Maybe you can, like, pick up one at, like, Value Village or something. Can I, like... (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll scour the Value Villages for this. Yeah, like, some Salvation Army thrift stores, maybe. Like, uh, on the local... Facebook buy and sell. I'll put up a request. See if anybody. Yeah. Does anyone have a gift for the prince? A guide to human sacrifice. <laughs> well, okay. Is the group called Latter Day Saints or something, or is that the, the church is called? Latter Day Saints. Latter Day Saints are Mormon. It, are they? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, anyway, I'm pretty sure there's a Latter Day Saints church in the town I live in. Yeah, but it's on the other side of town, so hopefully, well, and you know what? I don't even have a front door, so I'm safe. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Oh, (laughs) okay, I thought that came to my head. You know, I used to think that uh, Christians were bad, but now you've told me about more about like neo-Nazi groups and shit, and they take the cake. I know. I never really thought about that before. What, neo-Nazis? Yeah. Like... I mean, it's uh, not just really the stuff fun that I see to in the think news. about. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably why. It's like, I see the stuff in the news where it's like, oh, a neo-Nazi group did this, and I don't really read anything except for the title, so I'm just like, oh. It's because, like, why would you want to know what a neo-Nazi group yeah. is? Like, it's so upsetting. But, and like, it's like, here in this group, these angle people, like, What? Um, okay, you can continue. Here are some other titles to other books they have about human <laughs> sacrificing. Um, Culling, A Guide to Sacrifice 2. Uh, <laughs> Victims, A Sinister Expose. And Guidelines for Testing Opfers. So opfers are what they call the, their sacrifices. Mm. So how humans... Wait, what kind of people do they sacrifice? Let me, I'm about to tell you. Okay. So, 
How it works is that the killer must let the victim self-select themselves. This is done through testing the victim to see if they expose their character faults. If they do expose their faults, then it means they are worthy of death and the sacrifice can commence. Those who are deemed ideal for sacrifice by the group include people that the group thinks are scum, low character, or members of a sham satanic group, so like the Church of Satan. Oh my god. They're like, you're not a real Satanist, you gotta die. Uh, Um, literally, you're from the Church of Satan, but you're not a real Satanist. You are a Satanist, but you're not a real Satanist. Mm -hmm. They also sacrifice, and I quote, zealous, interfering Nazarenes. So that's people like me and you, like people who live in this westernized society and don't do what they do. Haters gonna hate. Also, I found it was really funny (laughs) that it's like, they kill zealous, interfering Nazarenes and journalists. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, they always say and journalists. I've seen that somewhere else too. So it's like journalists, business figures, and political activists who disrupt the group's operations. So like, the opposite of them, I guess. You can literally, like in some countries, you can literally be killed for being a journalist. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyway, sorry. That's okay. So, to carry out the sacrifice, the killer absorbs power from the body and spirit of the victim and enters a new level of sinister consciousness. This allows the killer to have a heightened connection with forces of death and destruction. These sacrifices are viewed to help the group since it gets rid of people they believe are scum to society. It's important to note that no ONA member has publicly admitted um, that, or admitted to carrying out human sacrifices, but they have admitted that some members have joined police and military in order to engage in violence and legal killing. Oh my god. Yeah. I can't think of one situation where it's okay to kill someone. Yeah, I know. Like me, like I guess in self-defense, but like, yeah. I, um, I mean, like as a, as a job, like even military. Mm. No, you don't join the military so you can feed your bloodlust. You know. Yeah. No, for sure. And um, so one thing I was really confused about is that the victim has to self-select themselves but also they kill people like uh, like why on earth would i be like yes i am like i want you this group that i hate to kill me you would think that but there's literally people out there that do exactly that they like that is true like cannibals eat them and stuff like i have thought about that but one thing i also thought of is like they also supposedly sacrifice let's say political activists who oppose them so if you were a political activist who was actively trying to let's say expose this group or like shut them down or whatever like why would you self-select yourself? Do you know what I mean? 
I wonder if by self-select, they think that that person's self-selected, but it's not consensual. Maybe. Like, in, in reality. That would like make they, a they little deem that more person sense. Because that person isn't imposing their beliefs. They're like, oh, well, that person has a fault or a flaw because they don't believe in what we believe in. Therefore, they want to die. Could very well be that. Yeah. So that was the order of nine angles. Okay, earlier today, you said that you think you're going to get sniped. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, man, what if, like, (laughs) they hear me talk about them and then I get sniped all the way from the UK? Oh, my God. Well, yeah, they're in the UK. That's weird. I'm, like, the furthest away from the UK. I'm closer to Japan. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, that was wild. Mm-hmm. Fuck those guys. I know. Whoever they are. <laughs> and, uh, if you're in the, uh, angle cult, get uh, away. You call them a cult, right? Yeah, That's sure. Totally a cult. That seems pretty cultish. Mm-hmm. Um,. Don't add us. Or do add us and we'll expose you. Do whatever you want. We'll use it in our favor. Yeah, totally. Just don't snipe us. Good luck reaching from the UK. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck. Okay. Well, thank you, Sunday. Um, You're welcome. So, there's two ways we can do this. I did kind of pick one out, but then I was like, you know what would be fun? If we played book roulette. Okay. Page roulette. So, Sandy, pick a number between, I think, let's get started. Between pages, pages 10 and 138. 53. Page 53. Okay. Oh my god, this is Nazi stuff. (laughs) Okay. Okay, well. Oh well. Maybe it's gonna be related to the one you talked about. Maybe. What was the acronym you used? The what? Acronym you used? O-N-A. Okay. Okay, so this one is called ONT Ordo Novi Templi, representing the dark side of secret societies. Groups such as this helped to ferment the racial and historical fantasies that underpinned Nazi ideology. So was yours a, um, yours was an after effect of Nazism, right? Mm-hmm. Like it came after. Okay, mm-hmm. so this one was before. Okay. So the place of origin is Germany. Uh, in about 1907, the founders were George Lons von Liebenfels. So maybe that's just one person because it's kind of stated as one person. Mm. And then the current status is defunct, whatever that means. So, 
hist- the history of this. Beginning in the late 1850s, a number of concerns and ideas were coming together in the German-speaking world to create the ideology sometimes known as Ariosophy. Ariosophy was an esoteric take on German paganism, mysticism, and history in which pre-Christian German ruin lore and related occult material was tangled up with anti-Semitism and a pan-historical fantasy pitting Aryans against degenerate subhuman races in an epic contest for survival and fate of humanity. So, yeah, same stuff. Ariosophus created a number of secret societies, foremost among them the Ordo Novi Templi, or ONT, or Order of New Templars. The ONT was founded in 1907 by George Lons von Liebenfels as a modern-day version of a medieval warrior monk order with Aryan racial overtones. The order was based in a castle, and members were expected to follow a sort of monastic code. Progress in the order depended on passing tests of racial purity. Von Liebenfels was also behind the Guido von List Society, which promoted the work of a prominent German novelist important in the formulation of Ariosophy. In 1908, this society in turn spawned a secret society, the Hoher Armenen Orden, or Higher Armenen Order, which was devoted to occult aspects of ancient German history. So, now we got some conspiracy theories about these, these Ooh, peeps. I love conspiracy. Okay. Ariosophy constructed a grand plot theory of history in which it was claimed the dark degenerate races, also known as the Jews, had always been engaged in a vast global conspiracy to destroy the Aryans. Their battle- oh my god, like- I'm sorry. How, like- Oh, what's the word? fragile does your ego have to be i know like (laughs) i just i can't wrap my head around it oh my god oh no the world's out to get me it's because i'm white (laughs) it's because i'm white and privileged i'm i'm a white european my life is so hard Wearing size 13 Nikes. Sorry, I had to. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Okay. (laughs) So their battle had been fought out across a prehistoric geography similar to that of Theosophy, including lost lands such as Atlantis, Hyperborea, the uttermost north, the Thule, Thule, the mythical homeland of the Aryans. Oh, oh and okay. Thule, the mythical homeland of the Aryans. So apparently this is all m- mythical stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, and by the way, Aryans come from a mythical land called Thule, meaning Aryan 
ones don't exist. You're mythical. Anyway, okay. Some of these beliefs have been adopted by modern fringe and even mainstream conspiracy theorists, although the anti-Semitic elements have been more or less obscured. Von Liebenfeld's added more deal detail th to this conspiracy narrative, claiming that the ancient mystery cults had tricked humans into breeding with perverted dwarves to defile the Aryan bloodline and deny modern Aryans their occult gifts. The ONT founder also championed the ideas of German novelist Guido von Liszt, who had connected concocted a version of ancient Teutonic history in which the German tribes had been led by a cast of druid-like priest kings called the Armanen. Supposedly, the Armanen had safeguarded the occult wisdom of the prehistoric Aryans and had passed this knowledge on to the Templars and Freemasons. They're all connected. Wow. Thoughts? <laughs> I okay. So, what's the name of this society again? Ordo Novi Templi. Templi. Interesting. Hmm. One of the other ones that I was thinking about doing are called the Thule, which is that same like. Yeah, I think land. they're. That's in this. Too. Yeah. So like that's super interesting. Yeah, Thule Society. Yeah. Which is basically well, this... Maybe we'll get there next. Which is just super interesting. They're, like, all connected. There's, like, another one that... Um, Ordo Templi Orientis. Like, that's a different one that's... I'm pretty sure connected to this. And they also uh, mentioned some other uh, societies that I had read about earlier, too. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, um, the skeptical view. Lons was a cystis... What? A cysterician? <laughs> cysterician monk. Cysterician? I have no idea. C-I-S... T-E-R-I-C-I-A-N I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm scared. Me too. <laughs> Could you imagine waking up in the middle of the night to that? <laughs> no. I'm gonna take a picture of this and post it on the stories. But wait, that's just my face. <laughs> I look like a crazy person. Okay, so for those at home, that was my Google Home. I guess it heard me struggle with that word like 50 times and it was gonna like try to tell me how to say it but I don't have it set up it's just plugged in 
And she decided to give us her two cents. Thanks, Google. Except I'm pretty sure you're supposed to say very specific words to make her activate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I don't think I said those because my phone didn't go off. Wow. Always listening. I'm not going to say it because I'm really, really scared. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Oh my god, I didn't even get that far. Okay, so Lons was this weird C word. He was a monk, defrocked for sexual transgressions. His noble suffix was invented to fit his aristocratic pretensions. The OMT was based on fictions about medieval orders and the perversion of religious disciple. More generally, Ariosophy, Ariosophy is a fallacious mixture of utterly discredited pseudoscience and historical fantasy. Theories about lost lands, such as Hyperborea and Atlantis, were formulated before the concept of plate tectonics was understood, and the archaeological and linguistic evidence of ad- adduced by the likes of von Liszt was bogus, misinterpreted, and often entirely made up. The Armenon never existed, and to the extent that the Aryans were genuine historical people, they bore no resemblance in origin or nature to Ariosophist fantasies. So that was the skeptical view. Uh, then they have a section here called Global Influence, and they rated it a 25 out of 100. So this means that the ONT was an influence on the ideas of Hitler, not a member, but an avid reader of its journal and probably a direct inspiration for as- aspects of the uh, the Schutzstaffel, or SS, the Nazi party's par- paramilitary wing. And, if you were wondering on how you could join this group, well, I got some information for you. It says how to join. First, ensure that all the ancestors you have ever had belong to an unbroken line of descent from fictional Aryan forefathers who dwelled in a non-existent land. Now, buy a castle and recruit similar delusional fascists to join you? I mean... (laughs) Well, it's like, have you seen how, like... Some, like, white supremacists are doing the whole 23andMe or whatever and getting angry when they find out that they have, like, ancestors who are not white. Yeah. Like. Oh, just wait until they find out that all humans came from Africa. <sighs> oh, my God. It, it just blows <laughs> my mind. Oh, I know. Oh, my. Okay. I gotta look at the story that you posted. <laughs> I, I seriously look crazy. That's so funny. Like, I'm... Okay, listeners. Like, I'm literally laying down on my bed to record this. Because, I don't know. I get tired of sitting up and I just want to lay down. And I'm really tired. It's 1 a.m. I have I've been up really since, tired. like... I've been up since 7.30... Yeah, look crazy. Um, yeah, so that is the um 
Ordo Novi Templi. And wow. I like how it very, very easily fit with your cray cray story too. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's the Leopard Society. Hmm. Interest. Oh, cannibalism. There's one called, um, this sounds interesting. There's one back here. It's called Murder Inc. And the description is a murderous secret society within a secret society. (laughs) Murder Inc. Like Monsters Inc, but murder. It was the ruthless enforcement arm of America's National Crime Syndicate in the 1930s and 40s. Mm. <laughs> Want to know how to join? Yes. Only stone-cold killers need apply. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, some of these how to joins are so funny. But some of them actually tell you, like, what to do. Kind of like, do you remember, did you ever watch that Shane Dawson video where he joined the Illuminati? Yes, I did. Yeah, it says here that uh, there are modern groups one can join that claim some relationship or descent from the original Illuminati. But these claims are fanciful. If you believe the paranoid account, membership is a closed shop open only to the elite ruling class and or reptilian space aliens oh okay <laughs> there's also this one's interesting it's called the invisible college it's an informal network of scholars in the 17th century england or perhaps a sinister cable cabal of technocrats employing their arca- archon is it arcane or arcane I think it's arcane. Arcane, yeah. Arcane skills to change the course of history. But they are mentioned in like a few other secret societies too. Like lots of these are linked to each other. It's really interesting. I might have to send you my book in the mail. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, if uh. If the listeners ever get the chance, um, if you go into your local Indigo and go to the discount box and find the $8 books, <laughs> uh, The World's 50 Greatest Secret Societies is a pretty good read hmm. by Joel Lovey. Nice. Yep. Sounds like a good buy. Yeah, it was. I love their discount books. Check out our Instagram at The Woods Podcast. And our Twitter at Wood Pod- at Woods Podcast, and uh, send us your spectacular stories, the Woods Podcast at gmail dot com. And we'd like to thank Jason Shaw for our theme, Running Waters. I can't make words anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh. Bye.